This is Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a two-time national best-selling author and leading business advisor, will cover topics that help business owners operate their businesses more profitably and more efficiently. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right, all right. Welcome to another episode of Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And we've got a treat for you this week. Um, you know, I say it all the time, but it's it's so true. We try to come up with guests and different uh, t- topics and different angles of topics that we haven't covered before to give you some good t- good content and things you can use in your business. And this week is definitely uh, falls in the line with that. So our guest this week has been, he spent more than 15 years traveling the world um, and he's entertained the troops overseas. He's performed on Vegas main stages. He's even appeared on national television. We're going to ask him about that a little bit later. Um, he's really checked off the box, uh, every box you can think of for su- a successful entertainer. However, he made a switch in his career, and uh, he is a professional mentalist. So we're going to talk about how to, and we're going to talk about his book, actually, that he's written called uh, Think, Think Like a Mind Reader. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, so without further ado, welcome to the show, Mr. Jonathan Pritchard, founder of Hellstrong Group. Hey, Ken. Thanks for having me, man. Glad to be here. Yeah. No, so your your background and your journey has, has, was very fascinating to me as uh, I was doing show prep and even before when we found you and said, hey, we got to have this guy on the show. So tell us a little bit about your background. So, gosh, you, were, you, you, you could probably talk about that for days, I would imagine, given your background, but... Tell us, you know, how you got into entertaining and then from there to where you're at now. You got it. So the the long story medium is <laughs> basically a a mentalist is a performer who has specialized in mind reading tricks or kind of think of it like a magician that specialized in mind reading tricks. Um, there, there's no special voodoo. I'm not psychic. I, I just learn to specialize in applied psychology, showmanship, and moxie. And the, the way I got into that was as a kid, I was super shy, found uh, juggling. My, my dad and uncles taught me how to juggle. Then I had a series of mentors that taught me all sorts of circus tricks, like hammering nails up my nose when I was 15, eating fire when I was 18, um, so I've just had some really interesting mentors and my path has always been on the, uh, entertaining and engaging people. So for about 10, 15 years, like you already mentioned, I, I traveled the world as a performer and I kept hearing the same thing afterwards. Uh, like I would do the mind reading show where I predict people's behavior and tell them secrets that they've not told anybody else, all that kind of stuff. And afterwards, people keep coming up and go, man, I can't even imagine doing what you do for a living. And, and they kind of mean that in two ways. The, the first is, I don't know how those tricks work, right? <laughs> so so that's, that's the first one. The, the second one is, wait a minute, you make a living as an entertainer in, in, I don't, I don't understand how in the world you do this. So I started talking to people afterwards and especially college kids. I worked colleges pretty heavily for about eight years. 
and the college students would come up to me afterwards. So I'd talk with them, share my ideas on on how I've made a living at, at doing this wacky stuff, and then several years later, start getting emails back saying, hey, thank you so much for, for spending the time to talk to me and share your ideas. Here's what I've been doing since then, and it would have never been possible if you didn't open my mind to what's possible. And, and that's really when it hit me is a, that, okay the psychology and and kind of understanding of human nature that you need in order to be a mentalist as it applies on stage, I, I suddenly realized, wait a minute, that's how I've gone from growing up in a single wide trailer to world traveling speaker entertainer guy. Okay. So then that was kind of the missing piece of the puzzle was taking my knowledge and experience and background and then sharing how it all works to help other people kind of break through what they think their limits are and to help them expand their imagination of what they could be. So then that is really how I transitioned from kind of entertaining people and distracting them for an hour from the problems. But, you know, they go right back to the same problems versus teaching them new ways to think gives them more opportunity and a better chance of solving those problems long-term and leveling up to more interesting problems. So, so that's really the, the long and short of it as succinctly as I can be. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's difficult to put, uh, you know, 20 years or so probably, uh, you know, in a, in a nice tight uh, few minutes there. But it, I think the journey is fascinating because as you, you know, are, are going through all the entertainment circles and things like that, to, to transition from that, I mean, it's, I wouldn't say it's quite a change, but, you know, from being on stage and performing on a regular basis to, you know, doing more, uh, you know, one-on-one -on -one type of, of coaching and things like that, I think is, is an interesting transition. It, it really was. Um, one of the biggest issues was branding because I was, like I said, super, super active as a college entertainer. And I thought, well, this will be easy to move into corporate work. But all of my branding, all of my promo was me in front of college audiences in sweatpants and their hair up in a bun, that kind of thing. So <laughs> convincing corporate audiences and HR departments to give me tens of thousands of dollars to come in to teach their sales team how to be better speakers, right? That, that was a huge, huge issue. So the, the shape that my work takes now is uh, a lot of it is helping companies at trade shows to attract and pre-qualify more leads and to train their teams for communication skills, negotiation skills, influence, sales, you name it. No, it makes sense. And I can't imagine, again, that's why I'm excited to have you on the show for, for many different reasons. But again, I think it's a different, well, I don't think I know it's a different sort of angle or a different slant than we really ever talked about on the show. And we've had people come on and talk about all sorts of different types of marketing and, and things like that and lead generation. But um, never from this uh, sort of perspective. So again, uh, you're listening to Mr. Biz Radio. We're brought to you by Capital Plus. Capital Plus unlocks your capital and unleash your business potential. They create customized financial solutions for growing businesses nationwide. 
And as I had mentioned before, we're talking this week with Jonathan Pritchard, who is the founder of Hellstrom Group. And uh, let me give you some contact information. So as you listen, you can go out and check out more of what they do. You can go to hellstromgroup.com or definitely on social media. Go out and follow Jonathan. So he's on LinkedIn, Jonathan Pritchard. On Twitter, he's the underscore Pritchard. And he also has a YouTube channel, uh, the Jonathan Pritchard. Um, so definitely go out and check it out because he's got, again, as I was doing show prep for this, going out and checking out all these different sources and sites. And he's got a, a bunch of different content out there. He puts stuff out on a regular basis that would be, it's, at least I found, quite interesting. Um, and it's right along the lines of this. I mean, the whole mentalist aspect um, and, and things like that, I think was very applicable to business. And again, uh, interesting way to approach things. So we are up against the break here. Come, out, come back and join us after the break where we can continue talking with Jonathan Pritchard. Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit CheckOffYourList.com to learn how Check Off Your List's skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at CheckOffYourList.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. To submit questions to the show, email them to info at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right. Welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio. With me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. It is time for the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. And the tip this week is a, is a short one but a good one. Consistent perseverance. You guys hear me talk about this all the time. It's one of my, uh, I guess, catchphrases. Consistent perseverance forges your path to endless achievement. Look, guys, we all know this. The proverbial get knocked down seven or get knocked down seven times, get up eight. Very important. And for anything in life, whether it be business, personal, any goals you have, that is the absolute key to success, exhibiting that consistent perseverance to keep getting up, to keep persevering and keep going. If you do that, as Babe Ruth said at one point, it's tough to beat someone who never gives up. So keep that in mind. Consistent perseverance forges your path to endless achievement. All right, so let's get back into uh, our discussion this week with Mr. Jonathan Pritchard. And, Jonathan, before we go any further, I have to ask you, what was it like? I didn't mention this specifically in the intro. I mentioned you've been on national television, but what was it like being on America's Got Talent? Uh, it, it was incredibly exciting, wonderful, and just brutal. <laughs> it is uh, just – it's – like you never know when the camera is on. So basically it's 14 hours of filming and you never know if somebody's watching you pick your nose. So <laughs> you've got to be <laughs> unreasonably vigilant of, of being aware of, okay, everything I do could be shown on national television. So best behavior but man, what walking out on that stage in front of 
the judges and, and the audience of 3,000 people there live in the theater. And uh, that, that was a really, really cool feeling. Uh, so I went through the routine, and uh, Nick Cannon helped me out with that. And I, I just had a blast. Unfortunately, my, my segment, the full thing, didn't make it to air. And, of course, they, they don't tell you that so that you're always telling your friends, hey, I'm going to be on America's Cat Talent. So, so yeah, it, it's, it was a really, really good learning experience of seeing how a production of that size is managed and, and put on and how to kind of present yourself on a stage where you know there's millions of people who are going to be watching and uh, just kind of a couple moments before going out on stage, I, I was just standing off in the corner by myself going, this is literally what you've worked your entire life to do. This is what you want. You want this, go do it. So that, that was a nice little kind of pep talk that I had before walking out in, into the lights. Yeah. So what was, so I know I've seen before where they have, all over the country, regional sites where they do auditions and things like that. So what, what's the process? So you, you probably went to something close to you, right? Went to an audition, and then what happened? I did. Uh, I'm based in Chicago. So they, they came through Chicago, and, and uh, the producers reach out to agents and entertainment bookers uh, kind of in a search for competent performers. So if, if you're a full-time professional, uh, they they kind of accommodate you, so I didn't have to go stand in line all day with with everybody uh, okay. else. It was more of a okay, come in and and do your thing. So it was it still wound up being a good five six hours in the first slot. So basically, they shoot all the rounds all at once. So you go in, you do your monkey dance for two people and one cameraman. And then they go, oh, that was great. Hey, can you do that again? You go, yeah, sure. So then you go sit in a room with a whole bunch of other people for a good hour or two, and then some random person comes and gets you. And then you're now in a room with 10 people behind a, a big table and two, camera, two cameras. And then you do your monkey dance again. They go, oh, that was great. Can you do that again? Yeah, sure. So then another production assistant comes and takes you upstairs, and then that's the big holding area that you see on TV, and then they move you around, and they go, okay, so kind of prep your, your act, uh, but this time look at your prop a little longer, then put it down, kind of go, okay. So it's just, you know, it's, it's real, but it's also produced, right? They, they know what good television is. So it's kind of a, a collaboration between the performer and the producers and, the, and everybody is there to make good television. So it's, it's a lot different from doing a live speech or a live performance. Uh, televised performances are their own creature. Yeah, I can imagine. I've, I've been, uh, I've had, I had a bit part in a, a film that was produced here in Columbus. And even that, I mean, it, the section of the movie that I was in, which I, I don't typically don't even, I don't even think I mentioned it on the show before because it literally was a 30 second spot of a movie. Um, mm -hmm. But I can appreciate it because that 30 seconds that I was in uh, on that shot, I was down there for about nine hours. 
um, mm-hmm. you know, from the time I got there and getting everything set up and then, you know, going through everything is just incredible. And so it gave me an appreciation and in, in sort of figuring out how that all works in the background. Um, pretty crazy right. stuff. Yeah. And it, and it so really let's speaks to, yeah, yeah, go for it. No, I was just going to say, what we were going to say, when it speaks to what? Oh, the, the tip for this week, which is the perseverance, right? It's kind of the, the saying that it takes 10 years to make an overnight success. People don't see the, the nine hours it took for that 30-second clip. People don't see the 20 years of practice it took me to be able to go walk out on stage for eight minutes on, on a television show, right? So right. If, if you hadn't put in those decades of work, then you won't get that couple-minute shot at success. No, absolutely. And it's, it's a great point to bring up because, you know, as you mentioned so many times, people see those things, they see the end result, and they just assume that you somehow hit the fast forward button. Um, but to your point, mm-hmm. even what you mentioned earlier, that's one of the things I was curious about was even with the audition, because I've talked with other folks who've gone to the audition, and they did not have the, <laughs> the uh, upfront audition process that you had as far as you were able to hit fast forward through that part, right? You didn't have to stand outside for 12 hours waiting to get your chance. You, I mean, it was still a long process for you, but not nearly as bad as, as someone who did not have that experience and wasn't already a professional entertainer. So even that part of it, I think, uh, speaks volumes as far as, um, you know, putting in the time and there, again, as you mentioned, there are no overnight successes. Uh, again, this week, guys, we're talking with Jonathan Pritchard. He is the founder of Hellstrom Group. And, uh, again, howstromgroup.com. You can find out more information there. Follow him on Twitter, the underscore Pritchard. Uh, check him out on LinkedIn or on YouTube. He has his own channel, the Jonathan Pritchard. Uh, Jonathan, we've only got about a minute left. I know we're going to get into some tips on how to that align with your book, which, by the way, his book is called Think Like a Mind Reader. And that's what we want to get into in this third segment um, as we come back. And we've only got about 30 seconds left in, in the segment. But uh, so I wanted to ask you real quick. What advice would you give to your 25-year-old self? Do what he's doing to provide a more solid foundation. You don't have to be a starving artist. <laughs> <laughs> interesting, interesting. Okay. Now, it's, it's so true. It's, I, I ask that question often of guests because um, I think uh, it's, it's always interesting to have some retrospect as you go through life and figure things out a little bit more, even though you... You think when you're 25, you've got it figured out, but uh, unfortunately, most of us don't at that stage in life. Exactly. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, again, we're talking with Jonathan Pritchard. We're going to take a break here. We're going to come back, and we are going to get some tips from Jonathan about how to think like a mind reader with our businesses. Are you frustrated with trying to grow your business? You're not alone because the business growth experts at TriTraction are here to help. TriTraction's proven business systems, marketing, and sales formula has helped many businesses like yours achieve amazing results. Could your company benefit from explosive sales growth and a huge jump in website traffic? Call 800-719-4281 today for a free consultation with the business growth experts at TriTraction. That's 800-719-4281. Systems plus marketing plus sales equals business growth. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at 
info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate because there are limited spots available. Check out both of Mr. Biz's national best-selling books, Pathway to Profits, and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right. Welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And it is the segment of the show that I know everyone looks forward to each and every week because we are going to pick the brain of our expert, Jonathan Pritchard, this week. And I wanted to ask you, Jonathan, so I know I've kind of teased a little bit before, but so you've written the book, Think Like a Mind Reader. How can we, so the predominance of our audience are business owners, entrepreneurs and business owners. So how can we weave into our life and our marketing, our lead generation, things like that? How can we use thinking like a mind reader to better our business? So what tips do you have for us? God, the, the main thesis of the whole project is basically the better you understand how you think, you'll be able to change what you think. So most people, because they think all the time, they have thoughts, they confuse that with understanding how the mind works and how to make meaningful change in how they think about problems and opportunities and their resources and strategy development. Everything is downstream of the quality of your thinking. So if you can't explain to me how the mind works, you don't understand how to make effective change in your business, in your life, and in, in anything really. So that's the, the main idea of what it means to think like a mind reader, which is to kind of crack open the, the secrets of how your thinking happens and then leverage that system to better ends. So the, the main secret is that you aren't aware of most of the decision-making that happens. Right. Our brains operate on about the same amount of electricity as the light bulb in your refrigerator. Like That's it. That runs everything. Wow. And, and because it ha it's so low power, it's had to come up with a lot of um, cutting corners and shortcuts. Those are the heuristics, the, the patterns of thinking that usually – do us all right, so you don't have to think about it anymore, and that just becomes a pattern that is triggered before you're even aware that it's happening, and then usually it runs and does its job correctly. Every once in a while, what you expect to happen is not in alignment with what actually happens, and then that's where you have disasters happen, right? On a, on a low, mm -hmm. uh, low pain scale, it's kind of like, because the sidewalk has held your weight every year of your life so far, you have reason to believe that it's going to hold you this next step, right? So you assume that the sidewalk is solid and everything is fine until the day you ruin your shoes walking through wet concrete, right? <laughs> right. It, it makes sense in, in, you just kind of go, oh, okay, well, that's that's pretty low problem, right? But if you believe that the market is going to do this thing because it makes sense, but then it doesn't, well, then that could have catastrophic errors, right? Now, the problem mm -hmm. is most people, one, don't even know that's how their minds work, and two, aren't aware of what their patterns are, 
So it's nearly impossible for them to just bootstrap a new way of thinking. So that's why you have to work with somebody else who isn't in your head, who isn't bound by the same beliefs and assumptions about how the world works so that they can challenge those beliefs and really bring to your conscious awareness those non-conscious beliefs and assumptions about what's actually going on so that you can kind of realize, oh, I had never thought about that's, that's what I believe, but you know, it really is. As I look back on my decision-making and the, the actions that I've taken over my whole life, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. I, I've never thought of it like that. And those are the magic words. I've never thought of it like that. So once, once you're aware of it, you then have a better chance of making change. Awareness is not freedom from the problem, but it is a really good first step. Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. So is that, is that the best way that we can become aware of that and, and think in that way is to ask that question or, or I guess start with that, that phrase? I, I believe so. Um, having, having outside perspective, having your own personal board of advisors, people who know you, know your mission, know what you're trying to achieve, and they are competent in their own way too. So you have a board of trusted advisors who can challenge you and show you new ways of thinking. That really is the most effective way to make the most out of your opportunities, out of your business. And uh, a word of warning is be careful whose advice you take because the instant you put it into practice, you begin building their life. So really only take advice from people who are living a life you would want to trade. Interesting. Interesting. That's, that's a good perspective to have as well, because again, I think a lot of times people end up, uh, you know, following people that maybe the end result is not really what they want to do. And like you said, they begin to emulate that and they end up with a result they don't want. Um, so I think that's right. an important uh, delineation to make. So you had mentioned before you, you work with companies sometimes when they're on their exhibits at, at, for trade shows and things like that. How do, you, how do you help with that, and how does that work? Well, the standard belief is, you know, we're all here to do business anyway, so they're just going to come into the booth. And they get crushed by my, my clients who bring me in <laughs> because that kind of passive approach, you're going to lose. You're going to lose real bad, and you're going to lose real bad to me. Because what happens is I take up three feet by three feet in their booth, and I'm the attraction. I'm the big talking head. My first gig, I was 13 years old, and I learned how to juggle fire. So I went on the sidewalks of Asheville, North Carolina, juggled fire to build a crowd. I would do a 10-minute show that would entertain people. Then I would pass the hat and make party money. Like I'm now 37 years old. I've been doing this a while. So it's exactly the same setup. I'm in the booth as two people are walking by. I go, hey, did you guys get a chance to win a hundred bucks? We're about to give away a hundred dollars. Come on over, don't be shy. And then they come up and then two more people are wondering what these two people are looking at. I'm like, yeah, come on over, Carl, Stacy. Yeah, come on in. You wanna see this up close and personal. Yeah, come on in guys, you got it. We're about to start. 
Well, in two minutes, I now have a crowd of 15, 20 people. Then I Mm -hmm. start my presentation, which is engaging, it's fun, it's amazing, makes people laugh. And I also weave in the main marketing messaging of my client into the experience. So everybody that's watching me and having fun is now associating fun and those main points with my clients, right? So then at at the end of the presentation, the people who are best suited as clients for my client now know that they should go talk to these people. So it pre-qualifies the best leads at scale. So now you're pre-qualifying 15 and 20 people twice an hour instead of one or two every 20 minutes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I like it. Then the rest of the people are like, man, that was fun. Yeah. But it's just a good time. (laughs) Yeah. No, it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. And like I said, the pre-qualifying, I think, is, is the most important part because you get a lot of people that if they just give away things, you know, they end up with a lot of tire kickers, et cetera, et cetera. Man, oh, man, I, we're, I wish we weren't out of time here. Um, again, we've been talking this week with Jonathan Pritchard. He's the founder of Hellstrom Group. Definitely go off to their web, his website, hellstromgroup.com. Learn more about it. Jonathan, I really appreciate you being a guest on the show. Hey, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me and, and allowing me the opportunity to share my thoughts. Absolutely. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks to our show sponsor, Capital Plus. Have a great week. And don't forget, as always, cash flow is king. This has been Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus, a division of United Capital Funding Group. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for more than 27 years. Learn more about them at capplus.com forward slash Mr. Biz. Or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.